Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 28, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is something that we really need, so I'm taking my time. This is part 31 of the overall series. And the title of today's message is something that's heavy on my heart. It's actually something that I knew I was going to get to eventually when I got to this part of the story. So I had to kind of prepare myself to even share what God wants me to share. But the title of today's message is when your heart is broken by God, when your heart is broken by God, when you, when you have <laughs> your heart broken, but, but it's broken because you were believing God, man, I know what that feels like. And I'm going to deal with that today. So we've been studying the life of Joseph. Uh, our foundational scripture is James one, two through four. Let's get into it. James one, two through four. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, you know what? You should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is actually tested, it stirs up the power inside of you. It is the power to endure all things. And when this power to endure all things, this patient endurance is developed inside of you and it grows stronger and stronger, you actually, it releases perfection into every area of your life, maturity, until the point where there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. And that's, how, that's what we all want to get to, right? We want to grow up. We want to get off milk. We want to get on meat. We want to be mature where we can believe God. That's faith. And we can hold on until we see what God said. That's patience. So in Genesis chapter 40, I shared a portion of this with you yesterday. I'm going to share another portion today. So Genesis 40, I'm going to read 12 through 15, and then I'm going to read 20 through 23. 12 through 15, the Bible says, and I dealt with this part of it yesterday. Joseph said, listen, man, I'm going to explain the dream to you. The three branches mean three days. Before the end of three days, Pharaoh will forgive you and put you back to work. He's going to give you your old job back. You're going to work for Pharaoh just like you did before. But come on, man. He's telling this to the butler. When you get your job back, don't forget about it, brother. When you get your job back, don't forget about me. Listen, tell Pharaoh about me so that I can get out of this prison. I'm not even supposed to be in here. I was kidnapped. I was taken from the land of my people, the Hebrews. I've done nothing wrong. I'm not supposed to be here. Verse 20, three days later, it was Pharaoh's birthday. He held a party. He called for the butler and the baker. They got out of prison, just like Joseph said. And to the butler, he gave him his job back, just like Joseph said. And then to the baker, the baker was killed, just like Joseph said. But verse 23 says, but when the butler got his job back, he did not remember to help Joseph. He said nothing to Pharaoh about Joseph. And then this is a sad line. So the butler forgot about Joseph. Just like that. The butler forgot about Joseph. So what does this mean to you today? I wanna, I'm going to do two things a little bit different today. I'm going to set the stage with Joseph. And then I'm going to share a personal testimony about myself. And I'm talking about when your heart is broken by God. You got it? So let me set the stage. Now, this is where... I want you to rid yourself of all distractions. I really want you to lean in and focus on what God is about to say. All right? So here we go. Most scholars, let's talk about Joseph first. Most scholars believe that Joseph got the dream when he was around 17 years old. And at the point in the story where we are right now, we are two years away from him becoming the king of Egypt. And the Bible says that when he becomes the king of Egypt, he's 30. So this puts him in the story about 28 years old. 
And so that means he's about 28 years old and he's been waiting on God for about 11 years. And 11 years is a long time. Now, I know that once again, I'm teaching on faith and patience, right? But I mean, 11 years is a long time. Most people don't want to wait 11 days. I can tell you that most believers don't wait 11 weeks or definitely not 11 months, but 11 years. He was waiting 11 years. He had been through many ups and downs, but he kept the dream alive. He knew that God gave him a dream. And and at the end of the day, he believed that the dream was going to come to pass, that the dream was going to be manifested someday. So for 11 years, 11 long years, there were times where he had gotten his hopes up. There were times where he was believing God for a breakthrough and, the, and, and, and those things didn't happen. So, so he was disappointed over and over and over again. But watch this, the dream was still valid. It's just that the timing was not right, right? So that's a huge lesson for all of us. When God gives you a, a, a word or a promise, listen, the, the dream is valid. The promise is true. It's not like God is ever going to change. But knowing that the, the dream is valid doesn't mean that the timing is right. So he thought, you know, m- many times like all of us, oh, maybe today is it. Oh, maybe this is it. And then he felt that disappointment over and over and over again, like, like all of us do. So the day that God used Joseph to interpret the dreams, let's, let's kind of just dive into this story for a moment. God uses Joseph to interpret these dreams. He tells the butler and the baker what's going to happen. And then when the butler and the baker left three days later, just like he said, and they left the prison, just like he said they were going to leave, I know that he got his hopes up. Like like he could see them, you know, out the window or out the gate. They're walking out. He's like, oh my goodness. So they're leaving and he's like, yeah, this is it. I know the butler's going to get his job back. I know the baker's going to be killed. And I told the butler, dude, do not forget about me, right? Do not forget. I need you to tell Pharaoh about me so that I can get out of this prison. Uh, uh, Now, take a moment, you and I, can you see Joseph? Like, I can see him. Like, I can see him on the canvas of my mind's eye. I can see him in the prison. I can see him getting ready. I mean, he's looking around his cell. He's like, man, how am I going to pack? Should I take this or should I... I'm not going to take that. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to take this. Oh my God. And this is my season. This is my time. He's getting his hopes up, right? He he opens up his heart to it. And, And he's like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is my moment. This is my season. This is my time. He knew that some way, somehow his his breakthrough was connected to that butler. And, and actually it was, but it just was two years later. But he knew that some way, somehow his breakthrough was connected to the butler. He, and he knew that some way, somehow the butler was his key to getting to Pharaoh. And he knew that some way, somehow Pharaoh was the key to the dream that God placed in his heart. He didn't know all the details because God won't give you all the details. But he knew that all of this, like, hey, he sensed something in his heart. And so since he sensed something in his heart, he raised his expectations. He got his hopes up. He removed all the safeguards. He removed all the safeguards that he had placed around his heart. He was like, this is it. This is my season. This is my time. He was picturing himself walking out of the prison. He was picturing himself walking into his destiny. And then the Bible says, the butler forgot about Joseph. That's it. The butler forgot about Joseph. He got his job back, but he forgot about Joseph. 
Everything happened just like Joseph said. Hey, you're going to get your job back. Hey, it's going to be three days. Hey, dude, this guy's going to die. The baker died. The butler got his job back. But the butler forgot about Joseph. There's so many lessons in that right there that as I thought about it, I was like, no, nah, I can't do all of that today. So I'm going to share some lessons from that tomorrow. For today, I feel led to share a personal testimony. So I'm going to share this. I'm going to share something personal with you. And I want you to, to, to just, you know, take it for what it's worth. I'm going to share my heart with you. I've pictured Joseph in prison, in that cell many times. You know, I can imagine him looking out. I can imagine him getting his hopes up. I can imagine him saying, oh, I'm not going to take that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to pack this. I'm not going to pack that. I can imagine him saying, finally, Lord, thank you. My season has come. Lord, I've been waiting all these years. Thank you, Lord. I can imagine him rejoicing, giving God praise, all of that, saying my breakthrough is here. And I can imagine him when, when it dawned on him, like, like when, when, when it, it dawned on him when he was like, man, that dude, he's looking out. Are they coming? Hey, the cavalry's coming. The cavalry's coming and they're going to get me out of prison. And he's looking out the gate and, and, and nothing happened. He goes to his room and cell. He's looking out the window and nothing happened. And they're, they're not coming. Well, surely maybe it's going to be tomorrow. And he gets up the next morning and he gets ready and he's looking out and they never came. The cavalry never showed up. Nothing happened. And when it dawned on him that the dude forgot about him, when it dawned on him that it was not going to happen, he had, he had held nothing back. He had opened his heart all the way up, right? And see, he was like, there, I'm believing it. And when, when the butler forgot about him, I can picture him. I can see him. He was crushed. I mean, he was, he, I can see him crying uncontrollably. And I know what that feels like. Listen, when I'm talking about faith and patience, I'm, I'm teaching you about faith and patience. This is not something that I read in a book. I mean, this is how I live. I, I'm, I'm sharing you. I minister out of my overflow. I'm, I'm mini my ministry comes from my life. I'm, I, the reason why there's a level of authenticity and the anointing only flows through the authentic. The reason why there's a level of authenticity on what I'm sharing with you is because this is how I live. I, th I, this is this is authentic to me. This is real to me. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have a dream from God in your heart like Joseph and, and to be in a position where you can't do anything about it. Joseph couldn't make, like, this is not like, hey, just go get it. Go out there and get it. You could go make it happen. Joseph couldn't make it happen. I know what it's like to, to, to be in a position where you have the dream, but you don't have you don't have the power to do anything about it. You are waiting. Your dream is contingent upon someone else, and you're waiting on them to do what you know God said they're supposed to do. You know that that it's it's going to happen, but you don't know how it's gonna happen. And it takes real patience to wait on God for years, like Joseph did, like I am right now to wait on God for years and to never give up on what he said. Listen, there are many things that I'm believing God for. I trust that there are many things that you're believing God for, but I'm not talking about the many things. I'm talking about the one thing. I'm talking about that huge thing. I'm talking about the big thing. Joseph had, yeah, he believed God for a lot of stuff. He had to believe God to interpret the dreams, but I'm not talking about that. There was one thing in Joseph's life that was like, boom, that was the big thing. It was connected to his purpose. And I have that too. And I'm sure you have that as well. And, and, and I know what it's like to believe.
believe God for a lot of other stuff. And, and yeah, I know what it's like to still experience favor. And, and yeah, I know what it's like to enjoy, you know, even success while you're waiting on God like Joseph did. I got it. But I also know what it's like to have that one thing that you're still believing God for. And it's the huge thing. And I'm waiting just like Joseph was waiting for my time to come. And I'm, I'm waiting just like Joseph was waiting for time to shift in my favor. So this thing is so big to me that I, like Joseph, have had to manage my expectations along the way. I've been waiting for years like Joseph was waiting for years. And so as humans, what happens is when you build up your expectations and you get disappointed and you get your hopes up and you get disappointed, you, you build up internal protection mechanisms. So the, you, you just build up these protection mechanisms to protect your heart. And so there are times when we sense that it, the big it, is going to happen and we get excited, but we don't fully like open our heart all the way up like Joseph did because we know what it's like to feel that disappointment. We know what, what it's like to feel the sting and the pain of, of being let down when you thought it was the right time, but it wasn't the right time and you thought it was the right thing and it wasn't the right thing. And so we know all of that. And, and because of that, we just build up these internal protection mechanisms. But about two years ago, about two years ago, something happened, like for me, something happened and, and I thought my time had come. Like Joseph, I thought this was it. I thought, like the big thing that I've been waiting on God for, I thought this was it. This was it. And this, I was like, okay, cool. And so finally I got to, and I did like, oh Lord, I thank you. All of that. I did all of that. I got it. So I raised my expectations, even though I have been disappointed many times. I've been disappointed more times than I want to remember. This is what, this is what people don't want to tell you about walking with God. <laughs> walking with God and developing patience means that you are living in a continual state of, of, of dealing with, with crazy stuff, of dealing with disappointment, of dealing with pain, of dealing, of pressing through challenges. Yes, it's, we're still blessed. Like, don't get me wrong, but part of your prosperity is developing the resilience to get through these times uh, of the, these difficulties, these disappointments. So I know what it's like. I, I've been disappointed more times than I want to remember, but this particular time, about two, two years ago, I really thought this was it. I told Isabella, I thought this was it. And, and Isabella wasn't really sure, but I was sure. I was sure. And since I was sure, I removed all the protections from my heart. Like all the protection mechanisms, like all the safeguards, all the safeties. I took all the safeties off. Off. Click, 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 click. That's it. I had no protections. I opened my heart all the way up. Like that was it. Like I, I was dream. I gave myself the license to dream on God's level. I gave myself the license like Joseph did to see myself walking in what I know that God has called me to do with no barriers, with no limits, with no protections in place. My heart was free to feel the fullness of the call. I could feel it. I could feel it. I could feel it. I could feel God's purpose flowing through every fiber of my being. It's like God's purpose was pulsing through my body because I opened my heart to it all the way up. And there was a meeting schedule and I knew that this was it. And then I, I just believed that my time had come. So my heart was all the way open. And when the meeting happened, uh, it, it was shifted to then at the last minute from a meeting to a phone call. And then I got on the phone call and then it was like, yeah, it's about something else. And then it, the phone call was over and then everybody hung up. And then when we hung up and I realized that it was not it and I had opened my heart all the way up and it was not what I expected, and I thought it was gonna happen, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I was crushed. 
I cried uncontrollably. <laughs> I, I, I know what Joseph went through in that prison. There is no heartbreak like getting your heart broken by God. There's, there's no pain like that. I'm talking about where you know like this is it, man. And then, and then, and, and then it's not it. I'm talking about faith and patience. I know what it's like. Listen, I, like I said, I'm going to share you some. I'm going to give you points tomorrow. I'm going to give you golden nuggets tomorrow. But for t today, I just wanted to share my heart. I was, I was led to just share my heart. I know what it's like to believe God and, and to get to the point where you open your heart to it and then you miss God and you thought it was the time, but it was. Listen, I still know, like, like Joseph still knew he was onto something. It was the butler that was going to get him his breakthrough. It was Pharaoh. That's the key to his dream, all of that. So he, it was the right thing. It was just the wrong time. And, and, and I know that even in my case, it's the right thing. I know what's going to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. And it's been years. And like Joseph, it's been years. And, 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 and here's the truth. When you're really waiting on God and you're believing God for something big, it might take years. And I know you don't like to hear that. I don't like to hear that. But it takes faith and patience. Hebrews 6 and 12 in order to inherit the promises of God. It takes faith and patience in order for us to be who it is that God has called us to be. And even when your heart is broken by God, even when you did get your hopes all the way up and then you were wrong and it wasn't the right time, you're going to get over it. Joseph got over it. I got over it. Life goes on. But guess what? Eventually, we're going to get to the part in the story where it came to pass. And eventually, you and I, if we keep, keep living long enough, it's going to be written in the book of our life and our, and our autobiography is going, to, is going to say, and it came to pass. So if we hold on long enough throughout all the heartbreaks, it shall come to pass. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I keep your dream for my life alive in my heart, no matter how long it takes and no matter how many times I feel the pain of disappointment along the way, I will never give up on you and I will never stop believing for my purpose. In the fullness of time, it shall come to pass. Until then, <laughs> I live by faith and I developed the patience required to make the most of every season while I wait on my breakthrough to come. Greater is coming. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address there. And you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, head into this day knowing that greater is coming. Yes, maybe you've been disappointed. Maybe you've been disappointed more times than you want to remember. I know what that feels like. But you will get over it. <laughs> and you'll be okay. And it's still going to happen. And it's still going to come to pass. So get your hopes back up again. Because in the fullness of time, you will see what God said. Do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Leave me some comments in the chat on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. 
I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. And then I'm going to give you some nuggets. All right. God bless you.